It's another edition of Twitter Tuesday on the Lachlan Giants podcast. Your questions coming up next. You are Locked On Giants, your daily New York Giants podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, New York Giant fans, and welcome to a new edition of the Locked On Giants podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast family, your team every day. My name is Patricia Trena, and happy Tuesday. It is a Twitter Tuesday, so we have your questions received via Twitter, received via email. We're going to answer them on today's show. A great group of questions came in, so I'm going to get to those in just a moment. But first, this show has brought to you in part by our friends at Rock Auto. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Visit rockauto.com and tell them Locked On sent you. And folks, thank you so much for making the Locked On Giants podcast your first listen of the day. Or if you're viewing us on YouTube, watching us on YouTube, we really appreciate your clicks, your listens, your feedback. It's, It's all good stuff. And it is helping us to grow. And um, that's why doing a Twitter Tuesday with y'all is one of the highlights of my week. It's one of my favorite shows to do. So we are going to get right into it. And um, I'm going to start off with the Twitter questions first, and then I'm going to go to the email questions. So let's jump right in. First up, we have a question from... Texas wine lover wants to know how come most players dress up for road games, but don't for home games. Okay. That's an interesting and different question. Um, It really depends on what the coach specifies, to be honest with you. I mean, some coaches will set, will tell players that they have to dress up. You know, Tom Coughlin was very famous for telling players that they had to dress a certain way when they went on road trips, because it was like a business trip. So, you know, if you're going on a business trip, chances are you probably wouldn't dress in, um, you know, sweats and whatnot. But, you know, to be fair, though, sometimes for the longer West Coast trips, teams do allow their players to wear something more comfortable because who wants to sit and wear a suit and a tie for a six plus hour flight? So um, it really varies. Um, You know, it, it depends on the coach's protocol and rules and what he he wants to see done. So, um, so yeah, that's the long and short of it. There's no like league rule. It's an individual team rule type of deal. So thanks for that question. All right. Up next, we hear from John Spielman, who wants to know what has happened to the defense going into the season. I felt like it was the strength of the giants. John, I am with you on that. I thought this defense was going to be better than it was last year on paper. It looked to be really, really good. And I don't know what has happened. I mean, I can take a guess and I will take a guess and um, present that for you here. I think there's a a few things. Number one, I was concerned with the loss of Dalvin Tomlinson on the run defense. I felt that, you know, Danny Shelton, no disrespect to him, no disrespect to Austin Johnson, but there was a reason why Dalvin Tomlinson was playing ahead of Austin Johnson last year. Danny Shelton, um, just not the same type of player as Dalvin Tomlinson. And I understand the Giants had to make a decision 
whether to, uh, you know, resign Tomlinson or maybe use that money towards Kenny Galladay or Adore Jackson. But um, that's that's definitely something that I think, you know, if the Giants had to do over again, I would not be surprised if they would uh, if they would resign Dalvin Tomlinson, because I think that has been a big issue with the run defense. Another issue with the run defense, and I talked about this on the show yesterday with David Turner, the edges have been soft. So teams have been able to stretch runs out, run those outside zone runs, and they've done so with success. So uh, that's a problem, not setting the edges. And um, then you have the secondary, the issues in the secondary. James Bradbury has not looked anything like the shutdown corner he was last year. Now, I don't know if that's because Patrick Graham has been playing him so deep and then playing the safety so deep that, you know, they can't get a jam and get physical with the guys because they want to keep everything in front of them. Or if something's up with Bradbury, I don't know the answer to that, but there's just a variety of things that I see, you know, and then you throw in the injury to Blake Martinez, you, you look at the, you know, the lack of a pass rush, you know, these guys aren't getting home. Um, there's no push up front on a consistent basis from the front four. Uh, so all these things, John, have led to the defense basically going down the toilet. <laughs> so, um, you know, hopefully Patrick Graham gets back in the lab, figures it out, comes up with, a, a, you know, an idea or two to get these guys back on track. And of course, you know, the players, you know, they have to do their part too. It's not all on the coaches, it's also on the players. So, uh, so yeah, that's that's been an issue, I think, as well for the Giants. And hopefully they can uh, get that fixed because right now, not a good situation for sure. All right. Up next, we hear from Brendan J. Tully, who wants to know, how do you think Matt Parrott looked on Sunday? And do you think he should start over Solder going forward? All right, Brandon, on a small uh, clip, I thought Matt Parrott, looked decent, um, went up against a tough Dallas defensive front and he played well. I think he only allowed one pressure the entire time. Um, but you know, here's the thing in the summertime pair did not look very good. And the decision was made by the coaching staff to go with Nate Solder, who, you know, the veteran, um, a guy that Joe Judge knows, I guess a guy that Joe Judge felt more comfortable with. Now, do I think Pear should start over Solder? Well, look, my feeling is, is, you know, I agree with Dave Gettleman on this. Let the young kids play and find out if you've got something in them. That's the only way you're going to know. You're not going to know by sitting them on the bench. And, you know, yeah, I get it. They practice too. So you could probably tell somewhat in practice. But and coaches have said this, you can't simulate the speed of a game in practice, no matter what you do. So it's not the same. I would say at the very least, rotate solder and pair. Now, this is coming from someone who doesn't really like the idea or the concept of rotating offensive linemen, because to me, what that just says is, okay, you're not sure who your best five are. And I'm a believer of Pick out your best five and roll with them and stay with them until such time when either somebody is just totally wetting the bed or there's an injury. Don't don't start with this rotation stuff because you never will allow 
that offensive line to build continuity. But Joe Judge apparently feels comfortable doing it. Again, I don't agree with it, but he is the head coach and I am not. And my opinion doesn't matter in this case. So, but the the short answer to your question is, is I do think Parrot has deserved more snaps at right tackle based off of his uh, showing on uh, on Sunday. All right, Giant fans, we have much more coming up on today's show. But first, get all the latest news, odds, info, and sign-up bonuses for all your sporting needs by heading over to betonline.ag on your laptop or mobile device. When you open an account and use our special promo code NFL100, you will get a 100% welcome bonus on your initial deposit. Again, that's code NFL100 for your 100% welcome bonus. Terms and conditions apply. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. All right, Giant fans, you've got Patricia Trena here with you on a Twitter Tuesday. And again, thank you so much for making the Locked on Giants podcast your first listen of the day or your first watch if you are watching us on YouTube. We are, we are getting so close to that thousand subscriber mark. So if you are listening or watching us on YouTube, please hit that subscribe button, hit the like button. The sooner I get to a thousand, the sooner I can celebrate. And hey, I might even just do a special giveaway if I hit a thousand. So folks, please hit that button, like, subscribe, and keep those cards and letters coming in the comments section. And of course, those of you who listen to me over on uh, Apple iTunes, Google Play, or wherever you get your audio podcasts, you will also be eligible to get involved with the giveaway. I think I have a special giveaway I'm going to do once I hit a thousand subscribers on YouTube. So, all right. Anyway, let's get back to your questions. It is a Twitter Tuesday. So we've got three more uh, Twitter questions in this segment. We'll kick it off with Jeremy D. Davis, who wants to know, with Saquon going down, what is expected at running back for the Giants? Will we try to add someone or elevate current players? All right, Jeremy, my guess is um, Devonta Booker will be the starter if Saquon can't play, and I don't think he's going to play this weekend. I would be surprised if he plays next weekend, but it's, you know, I'm getting a little ahead of myself. I, I definitely don't think he's going to play this weekend. Um, you may see Gary Brightwell get a few snaps. You might see Eli Penny get a few bump up in his snaps, but... I think you can also see maybe the return of Alfred Morris, if he's still available, which I think he is. Um, I could see them maybe resigning him if he is available. Pretty sure he is. Um, but yeah, they're, they're probably going to want to have some added depth. Now, um, Rodarius Williams, unfortunately, is going on IR. He's got the torn ACL. So a roster spot will open up. I would not be stunned if the Giants fill that spot with a running back. Although, you know, they're getting kind of thin, I think, at, at cornerback as well. But if I were them, I would probably reinforce on offense, especially given all the injuries they have there. They may even want to bring another quarterback in, you know, with Daniel Jones probably not going to play this weekend due to his being in the concussion protocol. So that's kind of the long answer, I, I know. But um, the show must go on, and I think it's going to go on with Devonta Booker as the starting running back. All right. Up next, we have a question from Empire PR man, my man, Ruben. All right. Ruben wants to know, do you see the Giants being favored in any games for the rest of the season, even if healthy? 
You know, Ruben, I'll be honest with you. I never did understand how the odds makers came up with the odds, the over-unders and all that stuff. So I'm not going to sit here and say yes or no, because I don't understand how the process works. That said, I do think that the Giants need to give people a reason to believe that they have a legitimate chance of winning. You know, I spoke about this, I think, not last week, but the week before the um, the New Orleans game, when I was making my predictions, I said, I needed to have a reason to believe in the team again, especially after they threw away three very winnable games to start their season. We are back to that spot as far as I'm concerned. I need to see and have a reason to believe that this Giants team can rebound. Now, right now, the injuries are piling up. It's very concerning. There doesn't seem to be any answer for the issues on defense. That is concerning. Um, The cap situation is very concerning, both this year and next year. You've got the trade deadline coming up. We'll see if guys are moved then. So right now, Ruben, I would say things are not looking very bright. And without knowing for sure how the odds makers put their odds together, I'm not feeling warm and fuzzy about it. So will that change? We'll see. If the Giants string together some wins, sure, that can change. But right now, I can't honestly say yes to that question. So, all right. Up next, we have... The Soccer John, and he wants to know, obviously the Giants have a number of issues, but why can't this defense stop the run? Is the issue personnel, Graham, or a combination of both? And where should they go from here, both this season and beyond? John, thanks for that question. David Turner and I talked about this a little bit on Monday's show, yesterday's show, if you want to check that out. But I'll answer the question here, kind of give you the Reader's Digest version. It's probably a combination of the two. Now, the problem, as I've I've said before, Dalvin Tomlinson is not here. And they really, really, I think, lost something with Tomlinson gone. Um, The other problem, and this is a big problem, is they've been soft on the edges. They're not setting the edges. Teams are running right at them. Okay. There was a stat. Uh, actually a graphic on uh, NFL Next Gen stats that showed the Dallas Cowboys in Sunday's game got the bulk of their successful runs off of their right tackle, which is the left side of the Giants formation. All right. And that formation, um, if I remember correctly, the Giants had Lorenzo Carter, Adoree Jackson, and I want to say Xavier McKinney uh, rotated might've been, or maybe it might've been O'Shane Simonez. I have it in Giants country. There's an article on it. I'll have to put that in the show notes, but um, the Cowboys were successful running off the right edge, which would have been the left side of the Giants formation. All right. So when you're seeing that many runs coming off the edge, that means they're not set the edge. They're playing soft. And so to that degree, I would say it's probably a personnel issue. Now, not having Blake Martinez is also a problem because with Blake Martinez in the lineup, one of the things he was able to do with his sideline to sideline range and speed is he was able to cover up for the uh, deficiency that was on the edge in the run defense. So that was a problem that, or that is a problem, not having Blake Martinez in there. 
Um, Reggie Raglan, who is probably the better run stuffer between he and Tay Crowder, is more of a downhill guy, fill the box type of guy. Uh, sideline to sideline, I'm I'm not so sure he's as good as that, good at that as um, as Blake Martinez goes. So you know what? Where do they go from here? Well, the the obvious option is to bring the safeties down to provide run support, you know, play more big nickel packages. The drawback to that, however, is now you're you're leaving your cornerbacks on an island. And can we honestly say that James Bradbury and Adoree Jackson have been shut down this season? I don't think so. So um, it's a case of pick your poison, really. And, um, you know, as far as the future goes, well, the Giants got to get run stuffers. It's that simple. You know, hopefully they get Blake Martinez back next year. And he, you know, looks the same prior to his injury. Um, They're probably going to have to beef up the defensive line, I would think. Uh, You know, they may need to tweak its safety, especially if they don't re-sign Jabril Peppers. So there's some work to be done there for sure. And, um, you know, they're going to have to make do with what they've got for the time being. All right, Giant fans, we have more coming up on today's show. But, hey, if you do a lot of driving like I do, no matter what you need for your car or truck, Rock Auto is sure to have it in its extensive online catalog. RockAuto.com offers brand name parts for every make, model, and manufacturer at highly competitive prices, and they ship right to your door. Visit RockAuto.com and be sure to write down Locked On in their How Did You Hear About Us box so that they know we sent you. That's rockauto.com. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need, rockauto.com. All right, Jay and fans, you were on a Twitter Tuesday with Patricia Trena, and these last couple of questions were sent to me via email. And don't forget, if you want to get involved with Twitter Tuesday or just send me an email in general, the address is in the show notes below. It's the Lock on Giants podcast at gmail.com. All right. The first email question comes from David, who writes, with everything that has transpired, uh, my fear is that John Mayer will give Dave Gettleman and the rest of the coaching staff a pass because of the injuries that will undoubtedly cascade into a series of excused losses, regardless of the season record. Do you agree with that assessment? And what is your sense of how Mara and Tish will handle this? Okay, great question, David. Two questions, actually. Um, do I agree with you? Yes. I I, I think that, um, you know, when they sit down and look at the end of the season, they may say, well, you know, we had a lot of injuries and that hurt us. But that said, I don't think injuries are solely to blame for the slow start that the Giants have gotten off to. And I've said this before, I'm going to say it again, and I will probably say it again later on in future shows. I did not agree with how Joe Judge prepared the team during training camp. I thought it was a mistake for him to not play the starters in more preseason action. And this attitude that seemed to uh, exist that, you know, the month of September was an extension of the preseason. I'm sorry, you had three winnable games at the start of your your regular season schedule and you're treating them like preseason? Come on. I'm sorry. I don't buy that. I don't like that approach. 
I know that's what what Judge is used to with Belichick and Saban. But as I have said before on this program, this ain't Alabama and this ain't New England. And this Giants team, they can't afford throwaway games. And I think that was just a significant error in judgment on Joe Judge's part. So that's part of the problem. Um, Now, you also asked, what is my sense on how uh, John Mara and Steve Tisch will handle this? Well, here's the thing. The Giants took a bit of a gamble with their offseason plan. Basically, what they did, as everybody knows, is they spent like it was going out of style on free agents with the idea that hopefully this team would be a playoff team this year and potentially next year, thus justifying the money that was spent. Well, you know what? The, The gamble so far has blown up on them. All right. This team does not look like a playoff team. So next year, their salary cap is going to be a mess. I've been watching that salary cap. You guys know I do a lot of salary cap work. It is going to be a mess. And I don't know how they are going to make it work, especially with all the one-year contracts they're going to have to replace. They're going to have a bunch of contracts that escalated. They push money in the form of, you know, contracts they've restructured this year into future years, that cap is going to be a mess. Now, the one thing they got going for them is I believe they have 10 draft picks. Okay. They should be able to fit all 10 of those guys under the cap, but they're going to have to probably clear some money out, which means you could see guys like Sterling Shepard get cut to save money. You could see some other cuts that maybe they don't want to make that they will be forced to make. So this is the fallout from the gamble that that they took, the long-term fallout. Now, it's still early. You never say never. It's possible they could turn it around. I don't think it, you know, at this point, based on what we've seen, you know, I need to see more to say, yeah, it's going to happen. But that all being said, the buck's got to stop with somebody. And if you're John Mara and Steve Tisch, enough with the excuses. Every team has injuries, okay? Every team deals with adversity. The good teams find a way to survive it. And the Giants so far haven't. So where does that, whose fault does that lie with? Dave Gettleman? Probably. Um, Would it surprise me if things continue going on the way that they have been? If Gettleman retires after this year, would not. Um, You know, is Joe Judge on the hot seat? I don't think he is, but I do think, as I said before, he's got to change how he does his uh, preseason prep with this this club. So, yeah, I I do think that there's going to be somebody's going to have to fall on the sword here. And I suspect it will be Dave Gettleman if things don't turn around. And that doesn't matter. Again, the fact that they have had injuries, every team's got them. You can go down every NFL roster. Every team's got them. It is not an excuse. Okay. And our final question comes from Alan B., who wants to know, in lieu of the season-ending injury to Blake Martinez, why can't the Giants employ Jabril Peppers as a box safety, box safety, essentially in the linebacker position, thereby freeing McKinney to play safety with Logan Ryan. 
Okay, Alan, that's actually something I've talked about before and an approach I would take because Peppers in coverage, to me, is not the best use of his talents. So that big nickel, that's what it comes down to. And I spoke about that earlier in the show. Deploy that big nickel for that run defense and see what you get out of it. You know, because right now the run defense which historically, or at least the last couple of years, has been pretty good for the Giants. It's a mess. And um, if you're not stopping the run and you're not creating second and long and third and long, you're making it a heck of a lot harder on yourself. So, so yeah, I, I definitely agree with you that, you know, maybe playing more big nickel is the answer. I mean, the Giants are, aren't really in their base defensive pa- personnel package that lo- that much anyway. I'd have to go back and look up the numbers, but I know it's not a whole lot. So what do you have to lose at this point, right? So, all right, Giant fans, that is going to do it for this edition of the Locked on Giants podcast. I want to thank you all for tuning in. Again, thank you for making us your first listen or first watch of the day. Make sure you keep it here. All week long, we're going to have a brand new show tomorrow. Thursday, we're going to have the crossover show. And then, of course, we'll be back on Friday with a new edition. So keep it here on the Locked on Giants podcast. Until next time, this is Patricia Trana. Catch you later.